Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Shitty Christians. I'm your host, Zachary Allard. I'm Michael Tabor. And this week, we have a very special episode for us. We have a guest from the internet. Michael. My favorite place. Who do we have? Uh, we have with us Grift of Grift Shop and Twitter fame. Grift, welcome to the pod. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, you know, it's it's, uh, it's great to be here. The numerous podcasts. Grift is on Twitter. Grift has a wonderful internet shop that uh, we love here at Shitty Christians. But we'll get into that all of that at the end of the podcast <laughs> in terms of what Grift is pimping. Michael, what are we talking about today? Uh, so we're going to be talking about uh, one of my all-time favorite topics, QAnon specifically, and even more, you know, specifically than that because we're one of those them there Jesus pods. Sure, kind we of. Like, we <laughs> like to, you know, take the sacraments in the middle of the podcast recording of course so we're gonna be talking a little bit about sort of the evangelical connections to q mm-hmm. which i don't know about you guys i was not as aware of before i started doing research for this oh uh, yeah i've mostly known about it just from the ridiculous aspects of it like all the drops all of the culture around it the 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 maga cult that is pop propped mm-hmm. up and all like the shitty merch they have but yeah no like you know from from the the, the angles that i think we're going to explore and, and lay out here there's a there's a like a lot more substance behind just the ridiculous conspiracy aspect yeah i i appreciate you pointing out the shitty merch as a merch maker i think it's it's important to have your voice as a critique because it is just hot garbage oh my god it's it's so bad <laughs> um I, I mean i i sort of did a, a cheeky nod to uh q recently with a with a um, merch drop that you could go check out on the site uh just search q on it and uh, I, I, I kind of wanted to give it a little bit of a rebrand to see what I could do with the just just the <laughs> the, the, the very simple uh, letter branding that they have because yeah all the stuff out there is just awful like it's yeah it's just... oh my god it's it's the worst combination of like kitschy tchotchke like uh, right wing boomer aesthetic it, like it's it's truly the worst yeah it, every single one is a Bible verse but the font is like has the American flag behind it like it, it's just <laughs> it's it's terrible um, but uh, you know I, I will say Grift you mentioned that you did a drop of Q related merchandise you know who else does drops is Q <laughs> oh, that's right it's a little sus uh, exactly. yeah oh. it's, 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 it's almost Ooh. like when I say I do Grift drops it's a it's a nod to something it's a little it's a little <laughs> reference for those paying attention. I'm, I'm really looking forward to someone explaining to me what's going on. <laughs> so, so so Griff, you have sort of this general understanding of like Q. You know, you're 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 out there on the internet, you know things about that. Zach, what was your relationship with Q? Uh aside from being there in the early days, yeah, like yeah. I was <laughs> I, 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 people on this podcast will not be surprised that I'm a great lover of conspiracies. Mm-hmm. And so I sort of started following Q, like the post a little bit less so. I've always found the post somewhat tertiary to the experience of Q. And I, I was uh, early on that because it turns out they are that way now. But when I got interested in Q was when I learned that celebrities were clones of themselves now who mm-hmm. have been executed or secretly arrested. Oh, hell yeah. And... Going through like pictures of Tom Hanks and noticing when his hand or his like ankle was out of frame and realizing then as I looked at these pictures that that meant that he had an ankle monitor on. Yes. Yes. I mean, <laughs> even a stop clock is right a, a little bit. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no. And, and I feel like I got like I was yeah, I was never Q-pilled, but I was kind of like, <laughs> hey, I don't know. Celebrities are pedophiles. I work in Hollywood. That's a fact. <laughs> like there's something here. And, and then and then I learned about our Lord and Savior, Donald Trump. Yeah. yeah. Hero of Q, hero of the pod. And I was also interested as we we're about to get into sort of the uh forebears of this with things like Pizzagate, yeah. as is already always been a passion of mine. John Podesta's pedophilia. Huge interest. <laughs> uh many academic texts in Zachary's computer. <laughs> I was on a, I'm on a Substack looking at every 13th letter trying to figure out what it means. Yeah. Uh my background I have followed uh Q related sort of analysis for a while now. I'm a big fan of QAnon Anonymous. Mm. Uh great pod. They do great a lot show. of work in that field. Oh, oh so incredible podcast. So good. And and they're really good at following sort of the Q drama. Like, yeah. you know, they have their this whole stable of characters, all these like sort of sub Q YouTubers who are 
really all putting their own spin on the grift that uh, it's it, that's been really edifying for me to just sort of know uh all of these different names we'll talk about a couple of them during this but yeah i think if we're going to talk about q and particularly the sort of like religious component to it we actually do have to go back to pizzagate um, it, i mean it's sort of where this all began yeah and and you know i i'm expecting that pretty much everyone that's going to listen to our dumbasses like has some experience <laughs> with the QAnon conspiracy uh <laughs> whether that's as a member of a cabal or you know whatever a little adrenochrome <laughs> on the side it's a saturday you're trying to get up to something it's in uh, the ether but, you know yeah it's it's around so we're not going to spend a ton of time explaining but uh, you like if we're starting with pizzagate i think we have to start with edgar madison welch great name um yes uh a man who walked into a pizza place in washington dc with an ar-15 tried to pry open a door with a butter knife and then when he failed to do that shot it several times uh and found a supply closet. He was doing anti-Italian prejudice. That's what he was doing. <laughs> uh, Zach, what did he think he was going to find? So, Pizzagate believed that essentially the D- big wigs in the DNC, John Podesta, Hillary Clinton, et al., uh, were in the basement, uh, in the back room of Comet Ping Pong, uh, eating babies, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> I find the like sort of adrenochrome to actual cannibalism line to be one of the most interesting ones <laughs> in the Q-verse. Like, it's very fuzzy. It goes from Monsters, Inc. to straight up cannibal holocaust real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, Pizzagate really was like the Ur QAnon. And yeah. it's, it's really interesting oh, yeah. how it first sort of started spreading onto the internet. Um, from like the, the, the sort of um, the... A conventional wisdom, I guess, among some people nowadays is that mm. it, it was purposefully, it was like purposefully spread by people like uh, uh, Cernovich and um, yes, Alan Dershowitz yes. as mm. almost like a limited hangout, like op to distract mm. from the actual pedophile conspiracies with like Epstein and, you know, the, the, like, like the real side of that. Um, but to mm-hmm. just sort of like put all of that potential conspiracy energy into something completely fake. And they and they, they they manufactured this thing and just chose this random um, pizza place in D.C. and used some um, references to pizza in the in the uh, Podesta emails from like that that leaked Hillary batch from WikiLeaks. Yeah. So it was like this piecing together of um, conspiracy and media in a way that created this thing, and then it it just morphed into the next thing with QAnon. Which is, yeah, it's just kind of mm, wild. Yeah. Like, I, as I was looking at some of the QAnon merch, uh, you can buy like a charm bracelet with little pizzas on it. And I just, oh, yeah. I don't understand. That's so perverse. I know. Because if, if you believe that, why would you like want a, a bracelet with charms of molested and eaten children? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen, I may have done a merch drop. Of, um, <laughs> I, I, I may have done an Epstein brain merch drop, but little pizzas, you know, I, I don't know if I've ever gone that far. Uh, yeah, a man must have certain limits. Uh, but I, I think for our purposes, the other thing that matters about Pizzagate is that Edgar was an incredibly devout Christian. Yeah. Um, he was a member of a Southern Baptist church for decades. He had gone to Haiti with the Baptist Men's Association to do, like, earthquake response oh, man, missions. When I was, in, I was in high school, I knew a bunch of people who did that stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, I had just started college when Katrina hit, and that mm-hmm. was a huge thing for, like, that whole sort of scene to, like, send people to, you know, in the best cases, help. In the worst cases, do fucking nothing. But, you know, at least try to help. Uh, but this was who this guy was. Like, he, when he was getting sentenced, like, there were dozens of community members writing about what a great dude he is. And, like, obviously, if you've listened to other episodes of this podcast, you know, we have some issues with the way the evangelical church tends to handle things. Uh <laughs> it's come up once or twice but i think if we like take this at the word i think it's important to say like this guy wasn't a 4chan dude mm, like he, he yeah. wasn't an incel he wasn't some dude getting activated on the dark corners of the internet up to this point he was a guy who considered his life to be an act of service to those around him and for him this was an act of service i i think that's really the core of it and and the the like sort of little kernel of tragedy in yeah. this that like I personally can't stop thinking about when I think about Pizzagate. Like it's just a really sad story. Yeah, I think it's telling that, you know, when he sort of discovered that things were not as he seemed, what did he do? He put his guns down and walked outside. 
Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's just something, there's something kind of human about that. And I'm not trying to say this guy was a good guy. This is obviously not a good thing to do. Uh, <laughs> but, but like I, shooting up a door is not the same thing as Columbine. And I yeah. feel like people often lump those two things roughly in their head. And it's like, well, he, that they're not the same. <laughs> I, th- I just think it's important that like, there's something in Q or in Pizzagate that then gets brought into Q that speaks to a desire that isn't just like in cell hate. And, yeah. and and when we think about like what this means, like why this connects so well with evangelical communities, like what part of the brain is set up for that? I think it's interesting that the pizza guy guy thought that he was helping, thought that he was saving children. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also had the funniest line of all time. He walked out and speaking to the New York Times as he was being arrested, he was like, yeah, I mean, the intel on this wasn't 100 <laughs> percent. Famous last words. <laughs> That's just that's just an incredible thing. I, oh I man, do, I do have the a, rules. Uh, Alpha shit. <laughs> yeah, dudes rock. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> yo, yo, it's uh, it's it's International Men's Day tomorrow. Perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to edit this all tonight. <laughs> uh, we're all gonna be outside of Edgar's prison, like the Nexium people that are dancing for their leader. Yes. Uh, that's gonna be us for Edgar. Cocks out for Edgar. <laughs> I do want to ask Andrew, what percent was it? Like, how sure were you? Because <laughs> if it wasn't 100, yeah. like 80s, 60s, was this just a full-on, like, lottery ticket for you? I'm real curious. It was It was like a, a Batman and Batman vs. Superman. If, like, if there's a 1% chance that he could end the world, <laughs> then there's a 100% chance. It's like, yeah. his, his, his intel was like 4 or 5%. It's like, yeah, you know, that's, 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 you know, those odds are worth it if, if, well, you know, the, 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 um, and an entire, um, you, you know, batch of children is at stake here from getting their, I, uh, necks like, like ripped into to, to, uh, to, to get the adrenochrome out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, I actually think that is both very funny and an important point. The stakes are so high. It justifies almost any behavior. Yeah. Oh yeah. But we'll keep going. Let's talk about the first Q drop. Cause I, I, I think. It's interesting in that it is such a bad introduction. <laughs> I have it, it really is fascinating to me. It came on October twenty eighth, twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Trump already uh, in the White House, and it says, "I'm going to read this in full." HRC extradition already in motion, effective yesterday, with several countries in case of cross border run. Passport ap- approved to be flagged, effective ten thirty at twelve o one a.m. Expect massive riots organized in defiance and others fleeing the U.S. to occur. USMs will conduct the operation while NG activated. Proof check. Locate an NG member and ask if activated for duty ten to thirty across most major cities. <laughs> Opsec, blah blah blah. Yeah, <laughs> like this, yeah. this is the guy who was playing SOCOM with me on PS2, man. Oh, like, this, is, this is full on. This is like bad uh, uh, Rainbow Six fan fiction. Like, yeah, this and, is this and is then like the terrorist uh, unbuttoned his shirt. Yeah, it's like Modern Warfare Two level shit. Like Tango yeah. Down Hunter Two One or something. <laughs> totally, and almost as racist. And of course, as as we may or may not be aware, Hillary Clinton has not been arrested yet, despite the ankle monitors that are definitely true. <laughs> and so it starts actively and aggressively wrong, and I think that's kind of powerful, right? Like there is there is something to be said for like if you start wrong then the people that see you're wrong are just going to walk away. But the people that are going to come along for the ride, uh, they're going to be down to ride. (laughs) (laughs) They're not going to require a lot of proof. And Q has sort of shown this amazing ability, and and really the Q movement, not necessarily the person or persons who are posting is Q, but like has shown an amazing ability to sort of roll with the punches. You know, it becomes unfalsifiable. Anything, the the drops themselves are so vague that anything can be proof that it happened, and if nothing happened, it just means the cabal is still fighting. And uh, yeah, it's it's also, I think it's interesting uh, when the first drop happened, because it was sort of um, towards the end of the first year of Trump's presidency, and uh, mm. the, the the person claiming to be Q, their whole uh, reason that people actually had a reason to believe like believe them in their mind is that they claim to be a member of the deep state who is one of these white hats within the within the uh, or- organization who is on Trump's side and yeah. was was reporting on what was going on behind the scenes because I think anyone who voted for Trump and was all in on the like lock her up and you know he's he's going to take mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. he's he, all those good things yeah he's this he's this wrecking <laughs> ball that's coming into the political establishment you know all those good populist things drain the swamp yeah, yeah drain the swamp they i think by this time they could see the contours of his presidency that he wasn't actually going to do that so like mm. q started off as like cope 
like straight up like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's actually a great point like i love i love the idea of a year in and being like hillary clinton is free yeah. <laughs> she's walking around in the woods like how is this being allowed like, <laughs> and i just i gotta be honest with you i'm disappointed by that too right <laughs> i mean She's right there. What are you doing? <laughs> Those trees deserve better. You have the entire apparatus of the United States government at your beck and call, and the Clinton Global Foundation is just right for the taking right there. And you couldn't even mount one serious investigation during your four years in office. Like, what the fuck are you doing? If Bernie, if Bernie had run against Biden saying he would shut down the Clinton crime family, oh, oh man. he would have gotten Man's all he would have won man. every delicate. Wouldn't even be close. <laughs> I, uh, oh man, that's so good. That is that is a really compelling point on the timing. I think mm. I think having that cope in there, and then uh, you know I don't know if people are as aware that like the Q in QAnon refers to his supposed their supposed security clearance. That like this is supposed to be some ultra deep inside baseball mm. Q clearance thing, which is uh, just from James Bond, right? Like it's just like it's it, M. And, yeah. You know, like I'm sorry. That's... Oh no, dude, it's several letters later than that. So you know it's serious. <laughs> and uh Q plus refers to Trump in Q lingo. There's a lot of ling- a lot of language construction in QAnon. Uh but I'm going to quote, I'm going to do a terrible thing and quote from The Atlantic. Sorry in advance. <laughs> I apologize uh, We're so to bad. all of our listeners who are better than me. Uh, but uh, I think it's it's going to help get us to our next point. Because it says, to believe Q requires rejecting mainstream institutions, ignoring government officials, battling apostates, despising the press. So far, I'm on board. One of Q's <laughs> favorite rallying cries is, you are the news now. Another is, enjoy the show. A phrase that his disciples regard as a reference to the coming apocalypse. When the world as we know it comes to an end, everyone will be a spectator. I'm on board. I know, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> this awesome. rules. Like, like, in, enjoy the show is a cool ass like like tagline. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I, w- I wish that was our tag. <laughs> it was the first moment that was like, oh, this is Christianity. Mm. Like, oh, this is this is 100 like enjoy the show. The focus on the apocalypse, uh, rejecting mainstream institutions, like. Uh, Christian evangelical conservative Christianity has been waging a war against science and culture for decades. That, that, is, mean, that has been one of the core tenets of the show is like, hey, like they don't want you to believe in evolution. They don't want you to believe mm-hmm. that the earth is like X amount of years old. They don't want you to believe these days in vaccines in some corners. Like, oh, absolutely. This is just another sort of detachment. Exactly. And, and like once you started started whittling down like what acceptable, uh, you know, sources for authority are. Uh, that only means there is more control that remains in the remaining sources. Uh, and let me just say, I also think the mainstream news <laughs> is bad. Oh, yeah. They're the enemies of the people. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, the way they were talking about uh, the elections in Bolivia, which is fucking upsetting. Like, yeah. oh, man. Uh, New no, York Times. The media is an apparatus of the DNC 80% of the time, if not 90. Sure. Uh, or even just capital at large. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, uh, if, if, if you have to work for a living, the corporate media is not on your side. Like, straight up. Um, like, 100%. You, you can reduce it down to that. Like, and, and I feel like these, these people implicitly understand that. And I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm sure we're going to get into it comes out in through, like, manifesting itself through a conspiracy such as QAnon. Absolutely. Very well said. The, the shittiness, for lack of a better term, of the media, and to a lesser extent social media, uh, which is amazing in itself, is actually sort of the, the important germ of this. Like, you mistrust the government and the media correctly, but you have no tools, for obvious reasons, with which to sift through any other data or information. So you end up here. Because you're right, you shouldn't fucking trust the New York Times or the Atlantic. Yeah, and I think it speaks to the sort of, uh, um, like you were talking about with social media, the way it's diffused and spread out through the population now, where if they, they say you are the news now, to them that means I can go online, figure out the clues myself, get into the, the online text and develop my own theories and then spread that around. And it's this sort of ever-recurring like uh, viral mimetic thing that every, everyone can produce Q content if they want. And there, and then there's of course the the um, the sort of uh, elevated scripture of the actual Q drops themselves, mm-hmm. um, and but but every everybody can get into the uh, um, everybody like alone on their computer 
can get into the game themselves and play an actual role and be a, a part of the movement, which I think is really, really appealing to anonymous, alienated people in this country that are, you know, living our lives under American neoliberal capitalism, who are just absolutely rife for something that makes them feel like a part of a, a big family, to be honest. Yeah, I think the community element there is is huge. That that everyone's a theologian, everyone's an investigator, and everyone's a crusader. Like everyone is out there trying to stop children from being harmed. Yeah. And you know what? Children get harmed out there in the world. Like that does happen. And and so there's something real for them to connect with. And I, I think that alienation that you're speaking to is so central to this because one of the major tenets of QAnon, where we go one, we go all. We've all heard it. Yeah. But like yeah that community is so powerful. And I think one of the reasons it's so effective at spreading in evangelical circles is that evangelical circles have long sort of propped themselves up as creating that kind of community and haven't been doing a very good job even before COVID. But now with COVID, a lot of people are at home. A lot of people are struggling even more than usual. The failure of the church to speak to those needs for community and material conditions, I think creates a lot of people that already are sort of predisposed to seek that out. And cues right there, and just the um, semantics of uh, the the phrase "where we go, one we we go all." It's in effect it, like a very very powerful message of solidarity. <laughs> how many like how, how how much of American society these days, or the um, I'm sure you guys have more knowledge of how the the church is interacting with or like receding unlikely yeah yeah well, well like well, i mean we're very we're definitely, stupid definitely definitely more than me i mean the, the, the fact that religion is obviously receding and the church doesn't have as many like cultural and social tools to maintain control and to and to mm -hmm. keep keep those sort of like viral mimetic um, messages flowing to people like something like i don't know have you seen the supreme court eh, <laughs> but no no but it's it's no. it's it that's that's a trick they play because they totally they they, they have the political power but they don't have the cultural power they are not they're not no, able to beam their cultural messages across every uh every like digital fiber optic cable to to whoever is across any medium like the liberals do but you know they have that feel the conservatives have have won the political battle but QAnon is a sort of like i don't like we're, we're get, getting a little into the weeds here but it's almost like an offshoot from the the conservative dominated political culture into the cultural sphere and it's affecting yeah. people that way in a way that not a lot else is right now no, what, I, I think it's actually really important to sort of get to that point. And, and when you say things like viral and mimetic, it's really speaking to the way that this spreads so differently than a lot of other forms of culture and a lot of other forms of control. Uh, and it, it really is, you know, obviously Q exists as this sort of top-down figure, but the process of investigating the, the, the things that they encourage you to do, do your own research, share it with your friends, like all of that stuff is very bottom-up in a way that just not a lot of other spaces in culture exist at. Yeah, yeah and... and this has been hit and, and across from all leftists for forever now, but particularly with COVID the last few years, we are just so atomized. You know, if you're white collar, you're working from home, you can be poor and white collar. If you're driving an Uber, we are all by ourselves. There is no sense of community. And, and I'm not here to like bemoan the death of cultural Christianity. That's a good thing, actually. Yeah, yeah. we're but, trying to kill it. We're we're currently going to harvest we, some adrenochrome we, out of the we church. We still do. <laughs> Whoa, uh, we still do live in this like sort of Nietzschean world of like God is dead and we have nothing to replace it with. Like there, and, and we don't we don't have these social bonds anymore. And capitalism frays them more and more. There is no sense of one, let alone all. And so I, I think it appeals to just. Like, hey, man, like most people are, are heterodox and Q anyway. I don't, I don't believe in it, all of it. But like there's some perverts yeah. out there and mm -hmm. my friends are doing it. Like community is hard to fucking come by. Yeah. It's like, why? Why do you think we're all on left Twitter? Right, <laughs> so we can yell at each other over very minor differences. Yeah, because you're a Leninist, damn it, and I'm mad at you. Yeah, because uh, you know we can we can you know, have uh, sub subtweeting between uh, Lenin Larpers and teenage anarchists all day. And that'll that'll drive the whole like cloud economy discourse. But at the at at, at the end of the day, uh, where we go one, where we go all is not that dissimilar from calling each other comrades online or, yep. you know, no, saying 100%. solidarity forever or just other mimetic phrases that really make you feel like you're all part of something together. E even if everybody is still in physical material reality, just alienated alone in their room on their computer. No, I'm sad. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's just, that's just our reality. Thanks, Griff. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, like, sorry, I'm, I'm I've, I, I, 
I go outside too, so I like I have a, I have a, I have a sort of double thing. So if if uh, my assumptions about other people's lifestyles uh, hits home, uh, just sorry, that's that's that's, that's your feelings. Uh, I think. I want to get to some of the ways that Q specifically sort of baits like evangelical Christianity. But before we do that, I actually think I, I need to take a brief diversion to talk about sad pastors whose parishioners are running away from them to Q. Uh, because there was this. Oh, man. <laughs> and like. <laughs> Let's just dig into the sadness. Let's I know, go. I know. And like, listen, again, this is shitty Christians. We have nothing nice to say about pastors. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but there was just this, uh, there was a couple articles. There was one in the MIT Review uh, review of Technology, weirdly enough, that actually Which Michael Michael subscribes to. Okay, whatever. Yeah, I, I need something <laughs> for my dog to piss on. Uh and it's, I mean, it's an Epstein funded, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's true that. Uh, they were interviewing pastors and pastors that were just sort of like encountering Q in their church and being like, what the fuck is this ha is going on? And there was one pastor that hopped onto a pastoral Facebook group, but just Facebook group of pastors and was just like, hey, like, are you guys encountering this? Like, what what's happening? And all of them were like, yes. Wow. A couple of them were like, yes, and it's awesome. But all of them were like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 happening. I'm seeing it in my people. And he talked about getting broken up with as a pastor via text from somebody that had decided that he was part of the social justice warrior bought out cabal. Um, and, and there was actually like specific drops from people that sort of relate to this idea that like the cabal is paying off pastors. And I, th <laughs> I think it's very interesting that like Q had sort of targeted that because he likes to frame himself. I, I, I think Q and on people refer to him as he, so I'm just going to do that from now on. But uh, we don't totally know, but we do have, there are wow, suspicions misgendering Q, not very woke of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, women can destroy the fabric of democracy too, man. Very true. <laughs> that, that, that rules because it's kind of like a microcosm of the Q ideology because if someone is coming to take away your people who, who come to you for religion, then you're, you're obviously going to try to fight back and, and see uh, um, and see, see how you can get them back. But the, but, the, but the Q mind interprets that as, oh, there must be this conspiracy that's paying these people to try to take people away from us. So they're, they're, they're paying off these pastors to try to, to, try to uh, stamp down on QAnon when actually it's like, oh, it's a very natural response to this crazy conspiracy theory coming in and, and taking the people they used to um, pr provide like, you know, spiritual solace to away from them. Yeah, yeah. And, and and what was really telling in that article was like all of these pastors didn't really have a solution. They were like, what can we do? We see them maybe two hours a week on a Zoom call at this point. And you can spend your entire life in, in Q ideology, Q YouTube, like doing the drops yourself. But even like you don't even have to be that connected. As we'll get to, a lot of this like later period Q stuff is, is sort of getting away from the drops and getting more into like a more general culture war to draw people in. Mm -hmm. uh, but they were like, yeah, we just don't know how to combat this in our church. And I think it really speaks to something about like, well, when you spend decades as your evangelical project to convince people to not trust authority and that they're involved in a culture war and they need to fight for higher spiritual purpose, someone's going to come along and, and take that grift and run with it. And, and then like looking at some of the Q drops, which is actually the first time that I've just scrolled through Q drops. I found one of those sites that aggregates them away from all the other horrible shit. On yeah, we, uh, we decided 8Q would not be a place we would no, hang out. No, thank you. Uh, so I, I was actually looking through, and there is a shocking amount of God in there. I did not realize how much of this was already sort of steeped in the language of evangelical culture. Like, there was one from March 9th, right before the shutdowns happened, where he, he, he did three drops back-to-back. -back. Nothing can stop what is coming. The Great Awakening is worldwide. And then the third one was God wins. <laughs> I mean, is he wrong? <laughs> Yo, Nothing can stop what is coming. That's what fate means. <laughs> Checkmate, Michael. Those yeah. those uh, short and sweet drops are so much better than the like Tom Clancy oh, so pseudo military speak. Like those are those are good shit posts right there. I mu I much prefer that. Yeah, it, it, it's got a certain <laughs> cadence to it, right? Yeah. In a way that like uh, that early stuff didn't. And most of his stuff is often just like retweeting a thing with like one or two bad sentences, and that's it. Again terrible poster but like <laughs> just something as basic as like what is q what is q about 
Uh, Q Q says prayers and drops. Sure. Q encourages people to pray. Uh, let's talk about the term the Great Awakening, which has certain <laughs> religious connotations. Let's go. We, there have been multiple. Okay. <laughs> the Greatest Awakening. Uh, but for Q, the Great Awakening, this is like this is an apocalyptic event. This is the moment where the entire cabal is exposed. Everything is brought to light. People's entire conceptions of the world are are rended from them. And and for Q, this this is regularly spoken of in sort of like end times like language. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's extremely book of book of revelations type stuff where no 100%. And you've even seen in the way that it's spreading in evangelical circles. There's been some studies that have pointed to the idea that it's spreading faster in charismatic Christianity, which is typically much more end times focused. I mean, that's a problem across all of the church, but specifically like eschatology has been a big uh, focus of the charismatic church. And here we see that being picked up and sort of ran with. Yeah. You know, and when I, I was lucky enough, my dad was a pastor and he for, you know, has some foibles. That was not lucky. Yeah. No, <laughs> this specific element, uh, the churches we were in tended to be pre-mill, which is obsessed with that kind of bad eschatology, mm-hmm. but my dad wasn't. And so I kind of avoided a lot of the charts and stuff but like you see the charts with all the connections yep. which i sent him along uh, to you guys earlier today that he was drawn drawing in all of these sorts of conspiracies and then you see the charts about the end times and when the uh you know christ will be coming when the antichrist will be coming when the reign of a thousand years what the beast is and it's like yeah it's it's not a big jump if you already come out of that sort of milieu. Both the end times eschatology stuff and also the sort of Christian nationalism, like the God bless America of it all, is like super present in Q. Yeah, and it's 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 interesting how like we were talking about earlier how it's sort of it's it's an expression of how an an implicit understanding that people have that the world is controlled by these by these few elites and there's going to be this moment of rapture, this 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 great this great unveiling where every where the the entire power structure is is revealed and everybody knows and then they're taken down it's it reminds me a lot of um people on leftists online talking yes. about the moment of revolution yes totally. i was just thinking right? that grift like it's it's uncanny how similar it is like this great cataclysmic event mm. where the people rise up and the and the the small group the evil small group that controls everything is taken down in this great this great like orgy of violence to be honest like that oh, is yeah, th- no. that's a central fantasy at, at the heart of a lot of uh people people that are discontent with our current society the left's obsession this marks the you know the marxist idea that the proletariat has to rise up that we have that like the upper class has to be cleansed there is it's the same thing it's the same obsession every time somebody says revolution you know that like it's inevitable the, the collapse you know like mm-hmm. yeah. you know that like oh c- capitalism has to collapse it's, and and this assumption that something better will be on the other side it's it's this it's the hope for the end of the world it's teleology do you want to kill some landlords though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah if, if 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 we can if we can get some of that along the way that would be yeah. nice the problem no. is after Mal comes G, man. It's no, not. No, it's not true. a win. <laughs> and uh, and the other problem is that like when we're t- that discourse is happening in leftist spaces, it often is about the Jeff Bezos of the world, but it's not traditionally as interested in the systems in that moment. It really is just the orgy of violence against our oppressors and. <laughs> like, hey we all uh, love guillotine memes i have guillotine I hats it's it's uh, it's fun it's fun to trade in these symbols and it's and it's it's a it's a um like QAnon, like it serves for QAnon. it's a great way to uh unite with with people you may not even know or have different backgrounds then or have no idea what they what they're actually going on but if they can trade trade on these concepts and are on the same page as you then you have an immediate spark of connection that can then lead to something you know any any sort of uh you know frankly creative collaboration like like we're doing here oh we've never been creative on this podcast (laughs) but i appreciate the thought (laughs) you guys are Uh, too humble come on (laughs) no one uh, has ever said that to me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so just just to sum all that up guillotines are officially q-pilled we all understand that now yeah (laughs) and maybe canceled horseshoe theory is that guillotines and q are the same yeah that honestly okay that's actually pretty awesome (laughs) Um, yeah that rips (laughs) 
So I, I want to read one quote from a Q follower. My focus isn't really on the followers because I, I think, again, we're talking about alienated, disaffected people and, and we should be at least careful in terms of clowning yeah. on them. And I there's, think- there's no, we have done an awful job. And I remember this 10 years ago and they write about this in media discourse and media studies being like, we're not teaching people how to sift through information and it's going to be a fucking issue. Uh, and it's always been an issue, but here we are. Yeah. Uh, but this, I, I like this quote because I think it really speaks to how, like, you can sort of fully transition into uh, a, a religious practice, uh, where she says, I feel like God led me to Q. Mm. I really feel like God pushed me in this direction. I feel like if it was deceitful in my spirit, God would be telling me enough's enough. But I don't feel about that. I pray about it. Father, should I be wasting my time on this? And I don't get the feeling that I should stop. Oh, that is incredible. That is the perfect union yeah. of bad evangelical magical thinking mm-hmm. and conspiratorial thought. Like I people have told me, I've told people in the faith I've known for years, like they're doing something awful, something shitty. And they're like, well, I prayed about it and God didn't stop me. Like this is just the same thing. This is magical religious thinking. Yeah, I was pulling the trigger, and I just, it's so weird. I expected Jesus to stop it, but he didn't. Jesus did not take the wheel. <laughs> Um, correct me if I'm if I'm off base here, uh, but it seems to be an interesting combination of the sort of evangelical uh, magical thinking, uh, no, the 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 sort of God is inside you with the Catholic like I'm going to explore this text, I'm going to go deep into the Bible, like and and do my own research. It's this weird, uh, this weird like yeah. merger of of tra- of things that is a really potent combination for a lot of people that are searching for meaning out there. Yeah, the do your own research, which is a big part of Q, um, is something that uh, I think absolutely exists in Catholicism. But I also experienced a lot growing up in evangelical circles. Like mm-hmm. you doing your own Bible study and reading the Bible and thinking about it was always like heavily emphasized. And I think the Catholic side, I think you're right, though, to notice there's a Catholic element to this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that is more the sort of... <clears throat> the symbols there's a, the there's sort a, of there's use a certain of, like grandiosity to the aesthetic the, mystic, the mysticism yeah. is very catholic the grandiosity like you're definitely right to notice that it's fusing these kinds of christian tradition uh ways of speaking into something new 100 percent. and i just want to point out with the research that encouraging you to do that do your own research will ultimately make you the only authority that you trust um you and the people that like brought that on and so it's what they say and what they're told to say when q people encounter normies that don't agree with them they say hey do your own research and what that also means is like i have done the research so you can't say shit to me and that is that is a very dangerous combo of like uh just hey i own this this is now this is now not just a thing that i believe it's identity um, and I think it, <laughs> we've all learned on Twitter, people hate it when you get into their identity. <laughs> identity is all encompassing. <laughs> God. Uh, there's another, there's a Q YouTuber named Praying Medic. I think he actually recently sort of disavowed some of the Q stuff and made a hard turn into the like traditional Christian culture war, if it's the same guy I'm thinking of. But for him, that great awakening is like that storm that's coming that Q talks about, like that it directly leads to spiritual revival. Uh, and so he's talking about, he says, it speaks of an intellectual awakening, the awareness by the public to the truth that we've been asla- enslaved in a corrupt political system. Again, kernels of truth here. Yes. Uh, but the exposure of the unimaginable depravity of the elites will lead to an increased awareness of our own depravity. Self-awareness of sin is fertile ground for spiritual revival. I believe this long prophesied spiritual awakening lies on the other side of the storm. I mean, it just sounds like he's describing uh, people realizing that celebrity culture is bullshit, (laughs) (laughs) right? (laughs) Like the the liberals won the culture war and the main way they propagate that is through the 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 popular media of celebrity Mm -hmm. and excess and wealth and at the end of the day it's incredibly capitalistic and top down and elite centered and and like this is this is an incredibly cogent critique of that it just it's it's just like the fact that it's coming from these sources leads to bad outcomes i don't know this is the place for it but like i have i've always had like this weird affection for q like obviously (laughs) i'm serious obviously it's nonsense getting canceled on the podcast no but i mean like (laughs) 
how can, how can you be Epstein brained and yeah. not have a certain amount of affection for people that are like pedophiles are everywhere? And I'm like, yeah, literally that's true, true anon. That's like you know, it's right. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's a cheeking nod to the fact that it's two sides of the same coin. Yeah, and it's and so I I just think like you know I I really buy into that like regardless of whether it was literally Cernovich or Roger Stone, the like there <laughs> is something sort of though like parallel to the real world with it in a, mm-hmm. in a way that is powerful and interesting it's like yeah bill clinton is a pedophile like that's just pretty much true like and, and so i i just you know these people are making critiques of these awful systems grift i love that point you made about celebrity culture and liberals because it's something that like i felt so dis discomfited about with like the 2016 dnc i remember watching that mm-hmm. and being like why the fuck is Katy perry here like, honestly, why is Katy Perry here? Like, there's no good reason for it. And you can be like, oh, you're sexist. It's like, it's not about the fact that she's a woman. It's like, why is a person that makes pop music here? It doesn't make, get make... you any new people. Because the only people that are excited <laughs> about Katy Perry being there are already so far in your camp that you don't have to convince them. And it just, it mm-hmm. to, to people who, who, see, who see rightly that these people are, uh, no matter where they started in their artistic endeavors they are now a brand they are now this high mm-hmm. th- this 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 hundred millionaire multiple times over like at go, go like you know going on stage and claiming moral authority when people are struggling with material concerns in their lives like it the natural response to that is like fuck that <laughs> and, the, yeah. and the only reason that people the the you know the the liberal side is down with it is because a lot of them are relatively materially comfort like comfortable and all they have is that sort of um uh sort of cultural aesthetic superiority that they can that they they they, they tap into with that yeah and, and, and i mean this is a point that's been made a hundred times you know the democrat the modern day democrat is is built on a vacuum that sort of celebrity dnc mm-hmm. thing is built completely on the vacuum of we're not republicans and Republicans are built on we're Republicans. Yeah. And so the entire political process is built around this same cadre of disgusting elites who are in a relationship with each other. You know, the other day uh, when Kamala Harris and Lindsey Graham fist bumped on the Senate floor after Lindsey Graham had been asking Georgia to throw out ballots that he knew were legal. It's the kayfabe is obvious, even to people who don't have the time or mental resources that the three of us do to sift through information. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're not hiding it. No, it's there. And, and so how 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 do you not end up being Q-built? And average people aren't stupid. They get these systems no. that are going on, and the, the and the idea that the average person is stupid is is that's a liberal trope. Like oh, that, yeah. Yeah, that is West Wing. Yeah, it's like these <laughs> these fucking rubes. They don't they don't know what's good for them. They'll they'll vote against their material interests if if uh, unless unless we show them the way through our superior like superior uh, like cultural stance. <laughs> yeah, unless Katy Perry wears white on fucking stage. It's the same fucking thing as in West Wing when people talk about how they went to Harvard, about how they went to Princeton. There's a great moment when Sam Seaborn's character is like, I make $500 an hour in the free market, but I'm here. And it's just like, fuck off. Yo, like, people, like, fuck you. Ugh. Fuck you. <laughs> My dad God. didn't make $500 a week when that episode came out. Like, fuck off, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh... It, the the poor shaming, the uh, attributing people's poverty to intelligence, the being like, oh, you're not, you're voting against your own material interests. When was the last time a Democrat helped your material interests? <laughs> right? Like, offer some fucking, fucking policy, broke, then man. get back to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking embarrassing. Fucking hate that guy and everything he's ever done. And I just, I can't wait to. Uh, there's nobody less uh, equipped to make a movie about activism <laughs> than Mr. West Wing. <laughs> I, I mean, like Aaron Sorkin's up there with Nate Silver as far as people who have done legitimate cultural damage to the body politic. Oh, yeah. like, oh 100%. Yeah. And, and there are still people that buy into that West Wing conception of, of the world. Like that is, that is still a prevalent social force. And it's just... Ooh. Okay, we went some places on that. Yeah. And I am happy that we did that. that I like really I like fun. the places we went. I like the places that we went. But let's bring it back to Q, guys. I love that we can't even get through like 45 minutes of talking about a far right-wing conspiracy theory without shitting on Democrats. Oh, my God. Welcome to Shitty Christians. It's Fuck their yeah. fault. It's their fault. Uh, it's so it. easy to beat this shit. Like, we've, like, you detailed yes. just how lame yeah. and how pathetic this stuff is, yet it's winning. 
it's it's winning super hard and i i think the last two things i want to get to is uh the ways in which like one there is now a q church nice it's called omega kingdom ministry you can you can uh, do (laughs) communion in your home as you watch them they're trying to spawn a movement of more q churches and they they straight up read scripture and q drops and use them to interpret each other from the pulpit you know that reminds me of something that that reminds me a lot of uh it reminds me a lot of enneagram (laughs) (laughs) which i don't know if you know what that is grift we'll talk about it later i have no idea (laughs) i'm so happy for you i will not allow us to sully your brain with that (laughs) Uh, no my my brain my brain worms have been fully sullied don't worry about that (laughs) (laughs) they're eating well these days (laughs) Um, they stay fed so we could potentially go to q church if we wanted to i'm just saying that is an option that is digitally available to us because the internet is cool and good Oh, fuck (laughs) (laughs) all right now that is a patreon i have a, a prayer here from q and I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's long, but I do want to just get to it because it, it, for me, it just kind of proves like it's just a prayer. He's like, strengthen my faith, Lord, forgive my sins so that I may be clean in your righteousness. Make me brave so that I can stand and fight the spiritual battles in my life and in our world. Give me your wisdom and discernment so I won't be caught off guard. Together, Lord, we'll win because in truth, you already have. That's just a prayer I've it's heard just in a church. Prayer. Yeah, I, and I think I think... When we're thinking about like Q's religious elements, like there there were a lot of think pieces I was reading that were like Q is a new church, it's a new religion, and there are certainly those elements there. But I actually think that like the the more canny, uh, or not even canny, uh, I think what I see is more of like a syncretic cult. Like it's just yeah. it's so in line with so many of the cultural norms of evangelical Christianity, and also uh, manages to just graft in, just graft in on the side. Yeah deep state cabals which already speaks to the suspicions that evangelical christianity has been fostering that you know all democrats are socialists and they're all trying to like take away your guns and freedom like that already exists it's so in line and, and it's the next step of abortion yeah oh 100%. they want to kill your babies in and out of the womb now mm-hmm. and yes they're always coming for your babies <laughs> uh, they're always coming for your white babies is also an implicit yeah, assumption that is that. that is a very important thing to mention in this because yes i i think that is yeah it, they're not worried about the babies in the border they're um, not worried about the babies in cages no they're oh, just 100 yeah no i i we live in la we live less than 100 miles from kids in cages man you don't yeah. see and there was a q rally here and it's not like they marched down the fucking border Oh, yeah, man. it's if it's you, not like they did they did photo ops like crying in front of the uh, the, uh, the the ice facilities. They they did that in front of the Washington Monument. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, both are awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing that like QAnon can exist and spread so far in the you know capital C church when the church itself has huge problems with sex abuse. amazing as we have covered extensively on this show uh there there's massive massive issues catholic and protestant catholic and protestant uh just pastoral sex abuse and misbehavior all up and down the line but no it's this group of 10 people somewhere else that are the problem and and it's once again it's like griff said like you've got the real thing happening if you want to save the kids throw some priests and fucking youth pastors in jail right they're out there fucking the, fu- the fucking uh, 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 Boy Scouts thing just dropped the other day. Oh, like, my God. 9,000 cases of sexual abuse going back. That we know Who knows of. how many years? Like, anyway, that we know of. It's fucking insane. Like, this, this, this shit is real. The pedophiles are right there. Yeah, it, it, it's real and it's in front of us. And it's it's your family members and the people in your community. Like, that is, that is the reality. And, you know, I, I was reading a little bit from some of the people that actually do try to do work to address child trafficking and they're like yeah uh this is not good for us you would think that you know all of these people caring about the children would would mean some material gains they're like our donations barely went up we get tons of fake calls all the time and because children might be at risk we have to investigate them so it's just eating up resources and uh the actual realities of these things are that it is usually family members and local authority figures so like this this focus on being like no it's this like cabal of elites is taking people's attention away from the idea that like 
hey man you you got to watch your pastor you got to watch your like neighbors yeah. like these are people that, that you need to be aware of and that's the not fucking funny part about you no. like i have a lot of, a certain amount of affection blah 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 this humor but it's not fucking funny because i we spent a lot of last year and a lot of the year before talking about researching real child like uh exploitation mm-hmm. and it's a fucking massive thing there were some great articles in the new york times about it Child porn is exploding. It's not exploding through secret networks. It's on your Facebook fucking messenger. It's on fucking WeChat. The fucking thing that drives me insane about Q is these people are inventing decoder rings when the when the monsters the monsters in your building, the monsters at your church, the monsters in your fucking school, man. Yeah, like the the the, the kids are are not getting shipped in Wayfair containers. They're getting right. molested at the local church. <laughs> like real talk. No, absolutely, one hundred percent. Like that is that is the reality. And if we want to address these issues, then like this is this does nothing for them. This only allows more children to be harmed because it, it's the wrong solution. And I think what's fascinating is like a lot of sort of like lib-brained or sort of simple people or, who know enough to be like Q is wrong aren't still realizing that reality is actually more fucked up than Q is making it. Yeah. These issues are arguably getting worse. And we are not doing anything about it. Yeah, and but when they're confronted with that reality and the totality of the forces that are arrayed against them, if they ever want to fix anything, it's it's a black pilling moment. And Q, yeah. Q Q gives hope. Q gives hope for like the mm. the, the the moment the, the sublime moment where it all where the uh, the sublime moment of ultimate victory where it just comes to us. We don't have to do anything. It just it just happens. We don't have to Enjoy take things in our own hands. We don't have to put in the effort. Which honestly, if we want to actually dismantle these systems, that's at the end of the day what we actually have to do in material reality. Yeah, I think that's an excellent point. We yeah. know what that slogan, enjoy the show. That's not actually asking for participation. Like clearly people are finding ways to get invested and involved, but mostly what you're supposed to do is sit back and decode. Yeah. And and not actually address those systems. And I just I find it I find that part in- yeah. incredibly dispiriting because it's just we're, we should at some point do a more full episode on this, but <laughs> we just we just uh, totally crib QAnon Anonymous at this point. <laughs> uh, but like it's it's this is child abuse is real. It is happening on a massive scale, and we are doing nothing about it. Yeah, uh, we do not care about our children in this country. Yeah, uh, and I'll, I'll extend that and in so, general. And so, of course, you want a storm because what comes after the storm? Calm. Yeah. But there is there there is there is no hope of that right now. Like, how about we at least get get kids lunches or something? Come on. <sighs> that would be a nice start. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we talk a lot on this pod about, like, as leftists, like, learning to take the L. Just acknowledging that, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. we are living in a really dark moment for any sort of, like, progressive change. Yeah, as like, Joe Biden puts in, some, you know, a petroleum person. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nothing, nothing will fundamentally change. If, if, if you're online right now still caping for Biden... Before the election, <laughs> sure, that's one thing. If you're still like you know doing some anarcho Bidenism bullshit or or <laughs> pushing for his administration after like what we've seen as far as the cabinet pick so far, like oh my god, no credibility. Like like fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one one hundred percent. It it and I see it all over. I I'm in a couple leftist spaces online where it's actually just liberals that don't know the difference and man they get so mad at me when i point out stuff like that and they're like he's not even in office yet you need to give him time he needs to try to work with people and then he'll let the progressives loose and just God. yeah but here's this, four years from now they'll be like look elect him a second time that's when the real progressive policies are gonna yeah, happen yeah. Yeah, then, then the left million. will put leverage on him like yeah, yeah. these people have no understanding of power relations. Like they think the left has some sort of leverage and has power to to move the administration left. No, just because like you can you can appoint like a, a token AOC or like a couple good reps to some uh, to to some commission to study w- uh, climate change or whatever. It's it, it, it's just it's just throwing scraps. It's it's yeah. Like the, the the we have no way of projecting power in within the american government like like yeah exactly and and this has been our thing we have lost yeah this is what losing looks like yeah there is no (laughs) right now there is no path to left power we have to figure it the fuck out yeah i agree with that but also i think that's why it's it's so interesting that like you said grift q provides hope yes like that's that it's it's very hard for me as a leftist to point people towards hope right now but like 
Q Q can give you hope all day. And you know who bi- what Biden is? Liberal Q. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, I had, I, had a, I had a post earlier this week. I was like, the thing that would unite the country right now is if Biden dies in office and then he becomes a Q martyr. And they, they say they, they 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 say he was murdered by the deep state. So then then you get the the Russia conspiracy libs. You know they have just as much oh, MSN, MSNBC brain conspiracy mind. Oh, it's the same as the thing. Q people. It's the same thing. Get them on board. Biden was murdered by the deep state. We have to take down these elites. There you go. Populist movement. Uh, I don't I don't I don't know I don't know how it plays out. But uh, yeah, that the 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 country is united and moving towards socialism. <laughs> uh, I love that. Yep. All right. Uh, the play has been called. This is this is the grift drop. Now we now we watch. <laughs> the now we enjoy the show. Guys, I have uh, a confession the... to make. I'm Q. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my real name. It's not grift. It's Q. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm just happy to have you on the pod, man. <laughs> this is oh, a man. big gift. Yeah. For us. This is this is huge. <laughs> uh, so I think the last point that I want to make, I know I've said that a couple of times, is just that like Q is metastasizing. Mm. Like Q is spreading. Q is diffusing itself into the culture. And I think like we saw this summer with hashtag save the children that like we've never been in a moment where Q matters less to QAnon than, than now. Because the Facebookification of QAnon has already happened. Like your your grandma that is sharing QAnon memes, she doesn't know about 4chan. She doesn't know about Q. She would probably be horrified if she figured that <laughs> out. But what she is deeply interested in is in this Save the Children. And this has become a great way to sort of backdoor people into the, the conspiracy writ large, as well as just any other conspiracy you want to name being kind of folded in. And so it, it has become, I think, a much more diffuse, difficult to pin down behemoth because now I think a lot of Q-associated people aren't necessarily the ones doing the drops and the research. They're the ones on Instagram sharing hashtag save the children and thinking that maybe Wayfair is up to something a little shady. Yeah, that was a whole TikTok thing. It's like the, oh, yeah. the, the, people, the people just focusing on the boomers who found 4chan are missing the fact that this is cross-generational. Like yeah. the, the, the youngs were really into that. You know, Zoom, Zoomers were all in on on Wayfair that thing, yeah. and that was that was an entire TikTok meme and, and, and you know culture viral cultural product, and that and and the it was interesting because that wasn't explicitly QAnon, but it had it had for sure overlapped with that, but it also overlapped with the Epstein stuff. It was it was oh, very yeah, it's no. it's sh- yeah. sh- showing how like like the real the real power of these conspiracy theories to relate to normies relate to both sides of the ex- extreme political spectrum and the the real, real just uh, you know power they have in the current uh, like American political mind. Yeah, I think I think those two hashtags like Save the Children and Wayfair are like those two separate things are so interesting because they. The, the, one is very diffuse, very general, a sort of general concern for children. And then Wayfair is like a very specific, we are shipping you children in furniture. Like, <laughs> the, the names on their website are the names of the children that are being shipped. Which is wild. Uh, and that both of these found massive cultural moments. Both of the, One was a huge TikTok meme. The other had actual rallies. Like, like both <laughs> of these things took hold in very different ways and I, I just I think it means like Q is not going anywhere. Like we are going to be dealing with versions of this for a long time. You know, Q Q themselves went kind of silent after the election for a few weeks, but they're back, baby. Q's Q's dropping. Q's back on it on their on their grind. Yeah, Q's <laughs> dropping that beat. Q Q's out there respecting the grift. You know, just they're 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 dropping designs all day. They're 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 deep in the discourse and uh, and and sublimating sublimating its aesthetics into you know a a, a commodified product. To bring it home, I think what I would say is just like, man, Q, whether it was intentionally crafted or not, just really exposed something deeply broken at the heart of like the evangelical church and how when you construct a religious movement around distrust of everything that isn't the religious movement, someone's going to be able to come along, pick up that ball and run with it. And and I, I, it really, I think, speaks to the way that like evangelical brain has been sort of cracked over the past three decades whether that's abortion homeschooling don't trust your science textbooks evolution is wrong like many of the things we've talked about on this program have delivered uh the evangelical like movement up to QAnon, like ready-made and all q had to do was pick it up and run with it and i think i think we are just getting started in terms of seeing the long-term effects of that and i mean 
I don't have great solutions other than that, like, we can meet people's material needs. And I think that can be very effective. We come back to that a lot. Yeah. It's yeah, almost like... No, it's, it's literally the only thing we can do. Like, it's it's the Pizzagate to, to Q pipeline. And the only way out of it is to offer, is to give people money. People people need pe- yeah. people need money. People need people need meaning. People need purpose. Like yeah. and and our our hollowed out, atomized neoliberal society does not provide those in any meaningful way. Yeah, the best it can do is sell you a pale approximate approximation of it. So, and and then scold you if you step out of line for a second. Yeah, <laughs> you're not using the right language. Cancelled. How dare you, Zachary? <laughs> Cancelled. Grift, why don't you tell us a little bit about your shop? Uh, yeah, so the uh, URL is grift.shop. Um, I started it about, I started it like two years ago, actually, but it's, I really, I really started uh, actually taking it seriously about like, a, like a year ago. And mm. um, mm-hmm. it's, it's been, a, it's been a lot of fun. And I've made a lot of, you know, friends online, collaborating with people, you know, uh, just, it, as a as a way to 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 do art and uh, and um, express what's going on politically, uh, it's 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 really it's it's really been something that's like important to me, and it's I'm I'm honestly like incredibly blown away by the response I've had to it. I honestly nice. never expected to like have this platform to share my creative stuff, and I'm just so grateful to be able to 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 do this project with everybody that's along for the ride. I, I love grift.shop. I'm just going to tell you right now, the holidays are coming up. If you're looking for gifts to irritate your relatives or to wear yourself, I love the War on Christmas veteran beanie. I might get one of those myself just to wear home around North Carolina for Christmas. That will be funny. I will be punched, and it will be worth it. I think for Michael, he's an ACAB beanie guy. I am definitely an ACAB guy. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. The, 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 the War on Christmas one was the first one so that, really, that really went viral about like last mm. holiday season. Um, someone someone took a picture of it and was like, yeah, like uh, you know, um, that someone thanked me for my service or whatever, and like it, <laughs> it, it, it popped off, and that was like I had, I had a couple thousand followers at that point, but that was that was when the momentum started to happen. Um, but yeah, and then you know the the the, the A cab one is definitely a holdover from the <laughs> from the from the unrest this summer and the the, the real anti. I, mean, I think it's timeless. It's evergreen. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's absolutely evergreen. But that that was what prompted me to make it just to show solidarity with that movement for sure. For um, sure, I I also a big fan of the uh, the Dorner shirt. Oh, that's oh, yeah. such a good one. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that's, I, that's, I like I like a little that's a new spice. edition. That's yeah. A, yeah. People people were asking me to do a Dorner drop, and I'm like. Yeah, I think I, th- I, th- I think it's time to do a Dorner drop. <laughs> I think I think now is the time to do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got I got a lot. You know, you, you, there's always Shea Guevara shirts. There's always like there 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 are these classic staples that I haven't done a twist on yet. So like mm-hmm, I, I got mm-hmm. I, I I got a lot of stuff in my back pocket as as well as you know stuff I've been thinking about for a while. And you know the the, the discourse is ever moving. So. It's 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 grift shop, you know. I'm I'm, gri- yeah. I'm grifting off of the uh, trends, and uh, I'm at uh, uh, grift shop. The O is a zero on Twitter because someone someone took the actual just grift shop spelled you know regular phonetically or with letters. Someone took that, and I the account is suspended, I think. But oh wow, um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't well, know yeah, you took them there. down. <laughs> yeah, no, I got yeah, I I, I I sent a cease and assist with my uh, with my with, with my psyop chat goons. Shout sh- shout yeah, out psyop right. chat. Twitter um, well known for siding with the socialist in terms of who they ban. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, but uh, yeah, URL, grift.shop. I drop stuff there. Well, thank you so much for coming on the pod today. I have to say this was really fun, and maybe you'll have to come back and yell about Aaron Sorkin some more in the future. I have not watched The Trial of the Chicago 7 yet, so maybe, maybe, like, do do an episode on that. I would absolutely be down down for that. I have already watched it. Bought an ebook of the actual trial transcript and listened to a three part podcast about the actual trial. So I, I am ready. That's good because I'm not doing any research. <laughs> you did more yep. research than Aaron Sorkin did. <laughs> that is 100% the case. He literally uh, didn't know what it was until Spielberg was, like, was like, yo, make, oh, make this movie. And he's like, what? Okay, yeah. Spielberg, I'll, yeah. Oh, oh man. All right. I'm, I'm going to go. Uh, 
let my brain reset from that <laughs> amount of rage. Uh, my name is Michael Tabor. You can find me at Michael Tabor. You can find me at Zachary underscore Aller. Or follow our pod at shitty underscore pod. Shoot us questions, shoot us emails, www.shittychristians.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. If I can ask you to do two things before next week, it's dismantle capitalism from the ground up and rate and review us on iTunes. Sure.